Welcome to Cake Money Confidential, hosted by your girl, Taylor Quinn. I'm a business mentor, wife, mom, projector, Enneagram 3, cancer sign, and making money is my love language. Around here, we believe business gets to be wildly profitable and fun as fudge cake. In 2020, my first full calendar year in business, I made over $400,000 cash while full-time teaching, wifing, and growing a tiny human. Because I combine the woo and the work, I know I can have it all, and I'm here to teach and show you, you can too. You ready for an episode so juicy it should be confidential? Grab a slice of cake and let's dive in. What the heck, mom is up, fam? Okay, I am so excited for this conversation today, and that's exactly what it is. And as you can tell by the title of this episode, it's a little bit different of a style than we've done before on the podcast. Of course, there's going to be action. I'm going to have reflection questions at the end, but really, I just want to facilitate a deeper conversation, a mentorship conversation. And today we're really going to be focusing in on self-awareness and personal discernment. And we're going to talk about that in just a second. But before we do, one thing that I want to say is if you love this style of podcast and more of like the conversational one, share share this on social media. Like y'all know I'm always going to ask that. I pour into our podcast and that is simply the easiest way to get this information, to get all of these incredible episodes in the in the eyes, <laughs> in the ears. This is a podcast, so it goes in the ears, um, in the ears and on the heart, right? Like, cause these episodes, like they really land on your heart of more listeners. So that is what I ask of you all. I love you all so much. And honestly, to every single person that shares this podcast, like, and I know that I respond to my DMs to you all, but it truly, truly means the absolute world to me. Like, the absolute freaking world to me that you listen and you take the time to share it on your social media is truly thank you thank you thank you so much okay so the other day I was thinking about this concept of self-awareness and and really like how that as well as personal discernment has really been the biggest asset in scaling my business like personal discernment is one of and I talk about this inside of delicious sales but personal awareness or excuse me (laughs) self-awareness and personal discernment those are some of the biggest sales assets, some of the biggest sales skills, skills, skills. Today's episode is going to be fucking fun, isn't it? Because I can't, I can't talk. Um, some of the biggest sales skills that you can really cultivate and master and practice, right? And really lean into. And so they're really some of the biggest assets in scaling your business and, you know, not getting distracted and not playing out patterns or laziness or, or avoidance or whatever it is. It's like, you really need a strong sense of self-awareness and you also need a strong sense of personal discernment. So one thing that you will notice, and if you're one of my clients, you already know this, but throughout all of my paid programs, you will notice that I speak to these two concepts through multiple different lenses. So I speak to them through the sales lens. I speak to them through the offer suite lens, through the curriculum building lens. Like I'm going to, I speak to those two topics pretty much in every single program because they are so damn important, right? In order to build a sustainable business, in order to be here long-term, these two things are so, so, so important. And you know, what's interesting is I, when I'm like thinking about these, these topics, I'm thinking about concepts like bring onto the podcast, right? 
a lot of times I'm like, I've never actually just Googled the formal definition of these things. And so that's exactly what I did this morning. And I was like, okay, (laughs) typing in Google, here I am running a seven figure business. This is so funny. Also, let me know if this is true. This is what this reminds me of. There are so many times where I'm like, how I like type a word into Google just so I know how to spell it. I run a seven figure business and I don't know how to spell a lot of things. Please tell me, do you do that too? I need to know. Um, anyway, so I'm like self-awareness definition, right? And what came up is conscious knowledge of one's own character, feelings, and motives, and beliefs, right? And to me, this is truly seeing yourself fully without your ego present, like being able to see your actions, your desires, and all of it, like what motivates you from an objective lens to make informed decisions and take action based on that, right? So it's really being able to look at like what motivates me, seeing that from an objective lens, and then being able to sort of course correct or take action on top of that. It also plays into like making sure that we have clean energy when we create new offers or we sell things or we create a piece of content or whatever it is. Like in order to sit down and say, okay, I'm going to create this piece of content from service and not from a place of, oh, this will be the thing that makes people buy, like self-awareness is required, right? Or self-awareness is required to say, okay, I'm going to create this offer because I fucking love this offer. I believe in this offer and I'm going to believe in this offer a year from now. And I don't require external validation to believe in this offer versus I'm going to create this offer because it's going to be the thing that makes me rich. Like self-awareness is required, right? And so... This also leads into that personal discernment piece, which is the ability to judge well. So it's the ability to take in this information and make it informed and also like, again, objective, like that clean energy, like meet yourself where you're at, call it what it is, judgment for you, your season, your life. And I think both are so, so important. And we're going to talk about this today. But anyway, so I was thinking about how when you start a fitness journey, right, and this all came through. Well, let me just, let me just tell you what I was thinking about first. (laughs) I'm like getting ahead of myself. So I was thinking about how when you start a fitness journey and you become consistent, like you're starting to become consistency, like you're really, really like flexing and like working toward that consistency muscle. And it's taking more of your like conscious effort. It's taking more of your uh, internal capacity, right? To do that and to build that consistency muscle. There's days where you don't feel like doing it. Like, let me know if you resonate with this. There are days that you don't feel like working out and it's actually a laziness thing. It's a mindset thing. It's a devotion to the practice thing, right? There's that lack of devotion. It's a lack of motivation thing. And there's typically a lot of this, like I said, when you first start out and you're trying to like get into a consistent routine. And so half the battle during that phase is like that internal conversation where you're trying to create that motivation piece to just fucking do the workout. Like I remember so many times in my fitness journey, when I first started consistently getting into a routine, there'd be some days where it's like, I would have this internal conversation for 20, 30 fucking minutes of like, are we going to do the workout? Are we not? Oh my God, we should do the workout. Oh my God. And it's like, imagine how much time I could save if I just fucking did it. You know what I mean? But then there are days in your fitness journey where your body like truly needs a break, Right. The consist usually this is like when the consistency piece is there and it's so consistent that we like attach our worth to being consistent, which is very interesting to witness too. But it's like a physical thing, right? It's not an excuse. It's a real life circumstance. It's you honoring where you're at. It's surrendering to the season. It's being okay with the season and having the courage to actually take a rest day and not making it mean anything about you, right? And so this actually like I was really thinking about this yesterday because... um. 
as you all know, well, at the time of recording this, I am 36 and a half weeks pregnant, so almost 37 weeks pregnant. And yesterday, like I was feeling just a lot of pressure everywhere, lower back, like every time I would stand up, there was just like just some discomfort. You know what I mean? Like I'm not about to complain because my pregnancy has just been such a joy and I'm so freaking grateful and all the things, right? But it was just like, I really needed to meet my body where it was at in that moment yesterday. And it wasn't from a place of like, I'm lazy. I don't want like want to do this. It's I'm not doing this because I just don't want to. Like it was truly from a very like place of like, I just need a rest day. And so what did I do? I took a rest day. I had the courage to take a rest day and I didn't make it mean anything about me or, oh my God, I'm not a consistent person or da, 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 right? I truly just was like able to meet myself where I was at with love and grace and acceptance and surrender to that season for that day. And like tomorrow's a new day, right? I didn't need to make this mean about, oh my God, like I broke, a, I broke a streak or what the fuck ever. And so I was like, okay, how do you know the difference between those days, right? Because that's really, really important. How do you know the difference between those days where it makes more sense to like, we actually just need to do it, right? Because we're being lazy. This is a mindset thing. This is lack of motivation things. This is me building the consistency thing versus I need to meet myself where I'm at, right? And truly just take a rest day. And the answer to that is like, how you know the difference between those days is self-awareness. And so how do you have the courage to listen to your body while also having the courage some days to say, okay, look, I'm not going to waste my fucking capacity having this internal conversation on whether or not I'm going to do it. I'm just going to move forward with a simple action that leads to another simple action that eventually leads to me getting it done, which ultimately every single time I do that with my, like every time, every single time, (laughs) hello word salad, every single time I do that, it all adds up. It all builds consistency, right? And then it becomes second nature. And that is self-awareness. So how do you know? And there's like another layer to this, right? So how do you know when it's time to commit to 75 hard? Y'all know 75 hard, right? That's wild. (laughs) Maybe one day I'll do that. (laughs) But I did that. I recorded an Instagram story the other day because I just like there's like this like surge of people doing 75 hard just like in my circle and like who I follow and whatever. And I'm like, I love that for them. But your girl is in her 75 soft and pregnant era. Okay. So anyways, I'm like, how do you know when it's time to commit to 75 hard and like really challenge yourself and like, you know, sort of push yourself outside of your comfort zone versus, you know, I'm in a season of committing to maybe 15 minutes a day kind of vibe and making sure that decision is not made from a place of complacency and lazy, laziness. And here's the thing. It's self-awareness. It's self-awareness to know what's motivating the decision and is it coming from a clean energy? And then it's the discernment to be able to truly see your season for what it is, to truly know this is for you or not for you, right? For me, I have to have a level of self-awareness or and personal, really personal discernment, both, right? Because they really go hand in hand with each other. But I have to have both of those very locked in to be like, okay, do I want to do 75 hard? Do it's like I've it's so interesting because lately I've been like really feeling this urge to like do heavy lifting again and like do a more regimented, you know, workout routine. And I'm like, girl, you need to calm your <laughs> you need to Calm your cake pops because you're in your third trimester. You're very, very pregnant. And honestly, you could give birth any day. Like, let's be honest. Let's just say what it is. And so I need to have that personal discernment to actually practice restraint and say that doesn't actually make sense for my season right now. But what will make sense is when I'm in a a season of my life where I can do that, I will. 
right? And I will not do it from a place of laziness. So, you know, there's so many layers to this conversation, but I think that everyone can relate to that example in terms of like moving and having that internal battle and like knowing the season that you're in versus making excuses, right? And the other layer to this is what happens when you're in a phase of trying to minimize the internal conversation to just take action. And honestly, let me know if this resonates. Let me know if this lands. How many of you have done this too? So you're like, okay, you really want to build the consistency muscle. You know the answer is just to fucking do it. But instead of just fucking doing it, you're continuing to have this internal conversation with yourself. Oh my God, am I going to do it? Am I not going to do it? Da, da, da. And what happens is we, we look outside of ourselves for motivation as a means of distracting ourselves from the real work of just going and doing the workout, right? We look outside of ourselves for motivation versus building the internal devotion to the practice. We scroll TikTok looking for workout outfits and we spend 20 minutes just figuring out what workout we want to do or we're watching YouTube videos for someone else's morning routine and when, how, where they get their workout in. We're looking for answers outside of ourselves when the answer lives within all along and the answer is to just fucking do it, right? It's a massive distraction, again, when the answer is to just fucking do it. So what helps you get it done? What helps you get it done? It's like there's things that you can do, but we want to actually make it as easy as possible for yourself to say yes to the workout. So maybe you plan your workouts in advance. Like maybe you sign up for a membership where you tell you, you know, it tells you exactly what to do. Like that was literally me. I'm like, let me just sign up for something. It tells me exactly what to do every single day. I don't have to guess what I do. Like it's already planned out right now. My workouts, all of them, like I might do a little yoga here and there, but really it looks like for me just going on like a two-ish mile walk while Xavier, like while I'm like getting him down for a nap because I'm so big at the point this point where it's like it's uncomfortable for me and him for me to try to like rock him to sleep right so we're like going for walks or we'll go for like a car nap and I'll drive around in the car for a little bit until he falls asleep um but anyways so that's what my my workouts look right now but it's it's simple for me it's easy for me to say yes to that because I'm in a routine of that I know what's happening every single day like and so I've made it as easy as possible for myself to say yes to that workout but circling back around the reason that you can clock those patterns and say oh I'm scrolling as a means of distracting myself from the true work here or oh I'm looking up YouTube video recommendations for morning workouts morning routines whatever the hell it is thinking that that's gonna like spark this motivation I'm gonna be super fucking consistent no we're just actually fucking wasting time and the reason that we can clock those things is because we have self-awareness right and naturally naturally, I was thinking about this conversation and how it applies to business, right? As business owners, like, I know you fucking feel me. Let me know if this is you too. It's so easy to think about everything through the lens of business, literally. Like, just the other day, I had this content idea, and this is the first time this has ever happened to me. Please tell me if this has happened to you or not. But the idea came through and my brain was literally processing the idea in a carousel, like an Instagram carousel post format. Like I was literally visualizing the carousel slides like as the idea was coming in, which was absolutely wild. But any, anyways, here's what I want to ask you. Where are you seeing parallels for how you may be showing up in your business with a lack 
of self-awareness or discernment. Where are you making decisions? Where are you scaling? Where are you building a business from a place of ego versus truly being able to meet yourself where you're at versus truly being able to clock your patterns? Where do you actually need to strengthen your self-awareness and your personal discernment, right? Maybe you're trying to implement this back and funnel or this fancy onboarding system or batch a year's worth of content and have your life figured out five years in advance and your offer suite and your business model and blah, 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 blah in your business, right? Or you're trying to implement a new complex strategy because so-and-so on Instagram is doing it and they're seeing success with it. Meanwhile, their life looks nothing like yours and you're actually in a season of just simplifying or excuse me, simply doing the bare minimum minimum, and also simplifying everything because <laughs> simplicity forever and ever. Amen, right? That's a cake money way. But anyway, so it's like, where are we trying to do all this shit when you're in a season of simply doing the bare minimum? And you are, you're doing those things from a place of ego, from a place of thinking it's going to get you success. It's going to be the thing that blah, 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 blah. But it can also be a massive distraction from just keeping and like moving forward in your own lane, doing the things that you know work, right? Because you're in a season of bare minimum. Or there's a flip side to this, right? Maybe you're spending so much time trying to talk yourself into just doing those bare minimum things that you know will build a fucking billion dollar business right? Creating the content, going live, sending the email, recording the podcast, the simple things. You're spending so much time trying to talk yourself into just doing it when the answer needs to be just to do it. At any time that internal conversation comes up, you shut the hell down and you take action, right? Self-awareness. Or maybe you're spending so much time looking for motivation outside of yourself to make up for your lack of devotion to the practice, the lack of devotion to content, the lack of devotion to selling, the lack of devotion to recording the podcast, to sending the email, right? So instead of getting distracted and avoiding the action, you just say, okay, this is me trying to avoid. I'm going to call it what it is and then I'm going to fucking go do it, right? And again, it's like taking the little action that leads to another little action that compounds. And this is honestly how we build self-trust. This is how we build consistency. And of course, consistency looks different in every season, right? And that's, again, goes back to self-awareness, being able to meet yourself where you're at, being able to see things objectively, being able to call yourself out on your excuses, right? Your lack of motivation, the laziness, all the things. And so I want to leave you with some reflection questions. So what is one task you're avoiding? Like really just think about it. What are you avoiding right now? What is taking up so much of your internal capacity right now? Because you're avoiding it. So you keep having to have this internal conversation of fucking avoiding it all the damn time. And you would actually free up so much space energetically, mentally, and even physically by just doing it. Right? So it's like, what is one task you're avoiding? And are you avoiding it because you're in a season of actually needing to release that task altogether and finding an easier way? Or are you in a season of like, do you just need to have a very tough love conversation with yourself around devotion to the practice? And again, minimizing that internal conversation, minimizing the amount of time that it takes you to actually just do the thing, okay? And if you're in a season of releasing that task, it's like decide there's a better, easier way and the intuitive nudge will come through. It's a choice. Decide that this is how it gets to be or choose it simply not required to have what you want. An example of this for me was when I first started scaling my business, I was a full-time teacher and so everybody was like, doing do sales calls do sales calls do sales calls and I'm like like I need to just actually meet myself where I'm at I'm in a season that sales calls do not make sense and so I'm going to choose that they are not required 
I did sales calls until my client roster was full, right? So I had a couple of sales calls, client rosters full, and then I decided they weren't required for me moving forward, right? It didn't make sense. And so that's a beautiful example of me being able to have self-awareness to know where I'm at, right? Um, And the thing is, if you're in a season of, you know, like recommitting and continuing to commit day in and day out to the devotion of the practice, it's like, how can you challenge yourself? How can you clock your distractions? Like, how can you move instead of scrolling? How can you say, okay, instead of having this internal conversation, I'm committed to just writing the fucking post, even if I never post it, right? And then you get so into and excited about the devotion of just creating and writing again that you start to actually post it and you're really damn consistent with it. And can you see how it is so important for there to be no ego involved in this, for you to be able to just look at your circumstance from a very objective lens. And that's what self-awareness is. It's just like this, like, it's like when you strengthen this muscle, it's like a knowing. It's not emotionally charged. Right now I'm at this point where I can just like witness these things happening and witness these patterns come up and just be like, no, I'm actually just being lazy. No, I'm actually just avoiding no, actually, like this is the answer and that's just to do it. And so now I'm going to turn around and take action, a simple action, a small action as soon as I possibly can, right? But it's, it's, it comes through with a very like neutral vibe. It's very neutral. And so if you could just practice witnessing yourself and your actions and your patterns, and you know, honestly, this is also why I believe in long-term membership. Membership? <laughs> Mentorship. <laughs> What, what kind of dressing would you like with this word salad? Also, DM me, what's your favorite dressing? I'm a ranch girly. Through and through, the amount of ranch bottles we go through this in this house, it is insanity. Okay, we always have to keep a backup on the shelf. She's a ranch girly for life. What is your favorite dressing? Anyways, what I was saying was, this is why I believe so much in long-term mentorship, right? And that can look a lot of different ways. Maybe I need to have a whole different podcast episode on what I mean by long-term mentorship. But what's so cool about long-term mentorship is your mentor, if this is their style, which is very much my style, can clock you in your patterns, can see things like, okay, this came up last month. It's coming up this month. We're playing into this again. I need to bring this forward. And so they can actually, actually speak to like your laziness patterns. They can speak to, okay, you have a tendency to project your, this scenario onto another one. Like you're making this mean something it doesn't need, like need to mean. Right. And so that's why it's so damn valuable because mentorship can really help you strengthen your self-awareness and your personal discernment both. Right. Even just this conversation that I was having with one of my clients in my mastermind this morning, I'm like, it's it sounds like you're in a season of path of least resistance, which is actually something we're going to be talking about in next week's episode. But like just knowing you, knowing where you're at, knowing your business, you're in a season of this and here's what I would recommend doing. Boom, 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 right? I would sell this offer. I would do it in this way. I would lean into these beliefs, right? Very, very simple. But that comes with long-term mentorship. It comes with me knowing my client's business really fucking well. Like she, she's been in my mastermind. Um, and if she's listening to this, she's going to know <laughs> I'm talking about her and I love you. Um, but we've been together for over two years now. She's been in my mastermind for, well, almost two years. Um, anyways, so next week we are going to, we're going to be having this conversation. It's going to be another mentorship conversation episode around determining your current season of life and business. 
which is so damn helpful when it comes to this conversation. But I really wanted to like start with a very like solid, like just really anchor in what self-awareness and personal discernment is through an example that many, many, many of you can relate to and then have some reflection questions for you to really start like playing and practicing with this before we, it's almost like this was a pre-work, you know? Okay. I love you all so much. Again, if you love this episode, share it on your Instagram stories. I love you and I will see you next week. Bye y'all. Podcast fam, listen, hold your cake pops. Your girl needs to tell you something. It would mean the absolute freaking world to me if you would share our podcast with your three closest business besties. So if you love this episode as much as I love you and you want to help our podcast create even more impact in this world, take a screenshot of this episode and just text your best friend like, Sam, you gotta listen to this ASAP. I'm so thankful for you and your support. Wishing you a booty load of cake and massive amounts of money. I love you so freaking much. See you next week.